Hello, I'm Derek Grossman, and I'm a senior defense analyst at the RAND Corporation, and I'm joined by my colleague, Dr. Lifu Huang. Hi, how are you, Huang? Hi, Derek. Good to be with you. Hey, so today we're going to talk about ongoing U.S. ASEAN meetings uh, that are that are taking place, and I wanted to begin by asking you what you what your impressions were of those of those meetings thus far. Yeah, so this week we had a series of virtual meetings um, of the ASEAN um, foreign ministers themselves, but also with a um, series of dialogue partners and uh, other ASEAN-centered uh, institutions. So it was a really um, you know, busy agenda. Um, I think it was good that the Secretary Blinken was able to participate in a number of those meetings, and it really shows that uh, the U.S. Biden administration is uh, starting to spend some more time, uh, both uh, physically and virtually, in Southeast Asia. So we had Secretary Austin uh, last week visited Southeast Asia. We have Secretary Blinken this week spent most of the week with um, the ASEAN partners virtually. And uh, we're also expecting uh, Vice President Kamala Harris to visit Singapore and Vietnam uh, at end of this month. So I think that's a good sign that um, diplomatically, U.S. is more visible, more present. And I think there were also important issues to discuss, uh, including you know, U.S. support for the region in terms of vaccines, um, including sharing a lot of updates and, and concerns about the situation, um, the security situation in the region. Um, that includes also the Myanmar crisis. And also you know, renewed U.S. Um, com commitment to the Mekong uh, region. So I think there was a lot to talk about. And I think um, it, it is a good uh, sort of uh, debut for the uh, summit seasons upcoming. So it's a good uh, warm up for, for that. And hopefully that will be in somewhat perhaps physical um, capacity. What did you think, Derek? Yeah, so obviously um, we're not done yet. Uh, we're not through the week with the meeting, so we'll see what happens uh, toward the end. Um, but I think the Biden administration is doing a good job of making up for lost ground because six months into the Biden administration, there there was you know a lot of there's been a lot of talk about strengthening alliances and partnerships throughout the Indo-Pacific to include Southeast Asia, but there hadn't really been a lot of action until. These, the Secretary of Defense's visit that you just mentioned, uh, and now this uh, series of, uh, of U.S. ASEAN meetings. And I mean, I, I might add that the pres President Biden himself is yet to talk directly on the phone to a single Southeast Asian leader. So I think the region has been kind of feeling neglected of late uh, and is also pretty jittery with China's growing economic and military power and, and what that means for, for them and, and, and you know, the implications for their relationships with the U.S. And so I think that this was a really good chance and, and continues to be a really good chance for the U.S. to make up that lost ground. And also, as you had pointed out, I mean, the, the topics that have been covered uh, thus far that we can tell from the readouts from the State Department, pandemic relief, climate change, human capital development, uh, urbanization challenges and the coup in Myanmar, just to name a few. I mean, those those are all non-China or indirectly related to China challenges. In fact, if you do a search on the 
on the statements, the word China doesn't even pop up. Uh, so I think the Biden administration is doing a really good job of focusing on the Southeast Asian countries' um, uh, interests and challenges beyond just geopolitics, U.S.-China competition in the region. Um, and, and also, you know, we had the Indonesian foreign minister, uh, uh, Marsudi, uh, in Washington this week. Uh, she met with Kurt Campbell, the Indo-Pacific coordinator, as well as Secretary Blinken. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on U.S.-Indonesia relations and what that might mean for, for Yes, I, I think um, that was a very important visit, perhaps less, uh, I received less of coverage than uh, in the usual capacity. But I think... Um, Indonesia has complained quite a bit that, uh, you know, the previous Secretary Austin's visit did not include Indonesia, and allegedly the visit of um, Kamara Harris is also skipping Indonesia. So there is a certain sense that, you know, where is Indonesia in that? And and also uh, during Trump administration, there was a, a, Trump didn't visit Indonesia the whole term he was there. So I think there is a lot of reassurance to be done um, in Indonesia. And I think Marsudi's um, um, visit to US was actually a concrete example that things are still doing all right, despite those um, certain diplomatic neglect. I think um, the, the biggest uh, um, progress is that US and Indonesia have announced that they will move their relationship towards strategic dialogue, something that they've agreed on, I think, from 2015, but haven't acted on. So this is a good progress. We'll, uh, we'll see, uh, you know, uh, progress in that. And also the two nations uh, holding um, a joint military exercise, the largest that the two have ever um, conducted together, uh, 